I got uh, I have twenty five dollar food credit at the Hard Rock. Oh, I've got infinite credits on everything for everything. It seems like I have ten dollar free play at the Ocean for the weekend that I'm going with Andrea. Ah, there you go. I'm really disappointed that you're just not booking a Harris room and checking in and then <laughs> never not doing anything. Oh, I did cancel that room. I'm very disappointed in you. Howdy, it's Tuesday, March 30th, 2021, and this is episode 145 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? I have to say what's good, your intuition, your optimism about my ability to get a vaccine before my end of April Atlantic City trip with my wife. Not that I've been vaccinated, but I am eligible <laughs> not, on April Not that 5th. you're even signed up for a vaccine yet. I can't register yet, but I am eligible on April 5th. I was not sure that I would be eligible yet because of the slow-moving state of New Jersey. But I'm confident with all the information I have in hand that I will be able to get an appointment within the next two weeks. Yeah. So it's going to be indoor dining, sitting right next to people at the video poker machines. Going to the strip clubs. Are they even open? Probably, right? Probably. Is that considered bar-side seating? Hmm. It should is it be like but I is bet it like not. those like the strippers are in those like fiberglass cages like fiberglass just around everything <laughs> wearing masks they're surely wearing masks right oh uh, I mean I feel like you you have to be if you want to capitalize on this moment right now yeah like that's just makes it better they're actually fully clothed and mm. the thing they take off is the mask like they come <laughs> out in the mask and it's like baby take the mask off and then there's just a lot of like cartoonish hooting and hollering. It is like good. off one ear. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the content that they're all the listeners come <laughs> for. So what happened in 1945? A uh, thing that we mentioned a few episodes ago, Camp Boardwalk ended in 1945. We talked about it in episode 142. Any idea why that would have ended in 1945? It's... I don't know. I can't think of any wars that ended in 1945, <laughs> so it's it's quite surprising to me. Perhaps the entire reason that Camp Boardwalk existed? Yeah. I would hope that there's not too many people who have no idea what we're talking about. The other thing, major history, Kyle. I have to read this for you verbatim. Oh, my body is ready. In 1945, puppeteer Professor Kilgory and his henchmen robbed local hotels with his minion, who had dwarfism, posing as a puppet by day and breaking into hotel rooms by night. But listen to this. The pair were exposed by the Human Torch and Toro while they were vacationing in the area. Later that year, the Submariner prevented the murder of professional swimmer Dottie Benson, who worked in Atlantic City Hotel. All of this 100% true. Thank you, marvel.fandom.com wiki <laughs> for that information. So do you own this comic book where this appeared in? I wish. No, I mean, these are from 1945. Captain America number 47 and Submariner number 17. That's Namor the Submariner. I believe I called him in a previous episode, Neymar, like the Brazilian soccer player. Neymar the Submariner. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yes, sub Submariner, like Seattle Mariners. 
But surely you can go buy on eBay Captain America number 47 and Submariner number 17 for your Atlantic City collection. I feel shame that I don't have them. Have you looked up the prices, Craig? It's a lot. How much? I'm assuming you can get like a super crappy. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I don't. I don't need mint. Like this is going to be a reading copy. So, so I actually do kind of want to go find that, but like my quick eBay glancing, they were like over a hundred dollars, and I wasn't going to do that. We'll see how good you are. Maybe Santa will bring you one for Christmas. <laughs> Probably not that good. <laughs> so, like right now, the baseball card market is exploding, and I'm assuming the same thing's happening with comic with like collectible comic books because people just have all this time on their hands. Uh, is is baseball cards going crazy? Yeah, I, yeah. So I'm like, a, like, you know, as, as you know, because I bought your Magic the Gathering cards, I've been like following that and I haven't really followed it like too much in the last year. But like, let me tell you, it has gone absolutely bonkers. Like the prices have gone up at least 10 times in the last year. Yeah, like boxes of plain ass tops base set 2020, which is I think is like a $60 box. You can't get it for less than like $180, which is just nuts. Like these are like crappy cards that they print. Well, just, let like, me tell you. People need some cards. I've got some, like, 1988 complete sets still in the wrapper. <laughs> you and everyone else. Yeah, no. Those cards not going up in value. Although, apparently, like, unopened boxes, those are going up. Boxes were always better, I think. But my parents weren't wise enough for that. And then we got the inferior complete sets instead. No, I always did individual packs. Even Magic the Gathering, the 1988 tops of Magic the Gathering, which is called Fallen Empires, even that is worth a stupid amount of money right now. So, Interesting. Yes. I wanted to buy... This is the, such Atlantic City-related content. I wanted to buy the Panini Prism Premier League. I don't know anything about Panini, except every time I see it, it's like $200 a pack for all their stuff. For like four cards, and I'm like, why do people do this? Well, I mean, you can buy... You should be able to buy it at Target for 20 bucks for like 20 bucks for a little box except it's insane like it's 600 something dollars a box right now that's not the little 20 dollar box but like i need my leeds united i need my patrick bamford premier league card my guy who's gonna win me 40 whole dollars on the DraftKings, which i will immediately lose on the video poker on the jacks are better at 50 cents a hand yeah so it's all just insane but as soon as you open it it's like buying a used car as soon as you open that pack ruined no value I mean, that's that's how Magic the Gathering is, too. All right. Should we actually talk about some stuff? That's 1945. No, no. We need to talk more about card collectibles. How did and, we get uh, into this? Comic books. Our Walt Williams card collections skyrocketing. I mean, I've sent you pictures of several Chris Davis rookie cards that I have not skyrocketed in value. Mm, disappointing. We'll, we'll just need them to, you know, go, go back to like 2014 form this year, and then they will skyrocket in value again. I, for some reason, have a PSA-graded Tony Batista rookie card. Oh. I don't know what I was smoking when I bought that off eBay. Like, what is going on in my life? Anyways. Kirby Puckett is my, my large baseball card collection. He was my favorite when I was, like, you know, seven. But uh, well, Not even an Oriole, which is strange. But yeah, that is yeah. interesting. Kirby Puckett. T- Kirby Puckett and Tony Gwynn were always my two jams. Interesting. You like the high batting average. Yeah, I know. I just love batting <laughs> average. That's what everybody looked at on the back of the cards. Uh, anyways, let's talk about actual stuff. You've got work to do. We're like blowing through uh, your time here because oh, it's talking good. about it's baseball good. cards. We didn't even make an over-under bet this, this episode. First time in like 100 episodes, I don't think we have. Oh but... my god. What have we done? We've jinxed ourselves. This is going to be the worst episode ever, starting out that way. 10-10. What are you saying? Oh, uh, just over. Okay. 
So we have some corrections, apparently, even though I don't remember this happening even now upon reading it. But you claim Caesars bought the playground back from Blatstein in February 2020. We discussed this on episode 118. So thanks to Justin S. for the reminder. Again, I have no recollection of this. Yeah. Nothing nothing was jogged in my mind by this comment right here. Yeah, so when Justin S. posted that, <laughs> I, I went back to look and sure enough. But yeah, so I've been, you know, maligning we... I'm going to put the blame on you, too. I've been slandering Bart Blatstein. That's, a, I'm that's not a good I'm actually surprised <laughs> that his, his lawyers haven't reached out to us, <laughs> being the as important as we are in the Atlantic City news world. That's true. Uh, so, yeah, uh, correction. Caesars. Caesars is running the playground into the ground. Mm. Poor Bart. They've, they've, Caesars probably has bought Showboat, too, and they're to blame <laughs> for that. But, you know. Bart was nothing but positive for the playground. And here we are saying that, you know, he's the reason the Continental's not there anymore. It's not true. It's actually a bit a bit more surprising that Caesars is running it into the ground in this manner than if Bart Blastine was, but I mean, to be fair I'm obviously just a horribly biased anti Blastine person. That's what we've learned from from <laughs> yes, that's this true. revelation. <laughs> uh I mean to be fair, like, what were, what are they going to do about it during the pandemic? But they had it for a year before the... Oh, no, February 2020. That was, like, two months before the pandemic started. That's how long this pandemic's one, been One going. month, yeah. So, anyways, now my hopes for the playground skyrocketing. As soon as the pandemic's over, everything's going to be open. They're going to mm-hmm. sell the place out. It's going to be fantastic. It's gonna, T- yeah. T-Street's going to reopen and be amazing. I know. It's going to attach straight to Dusk Nightclub, also surely going to be open. What's it? Dusk Nightclub? Oh, at the Caesars. Dusk Nightclub. It was right right next to the walkway to the playground. And then the playground had the Wave Nightclub, which I don't know why I can remember that name. Like, uh, why would uh, I remember any name? No, of any no recollection again. Like Apparently, I think I like have a selective memory about only the playground. About the, what was it? The Trinity Restaurant? <laughs> I do remember that very well. And I remember the uh, the water show at the end of the playground. Loved that. Loved it every time I was broke, you know, <laughs> within like four hours of arriving at Atlantic yeah. City. Spent a lot of time thinking about my life watching the water show at the end of the playground. <laughs> You'd think that those would be not fond memories. But, you know, it's like at least I had something to do, right? Yeah, I think that's the true mark of how much you love Atlantic City. That <laughs> even just dead-ass broke watching and then so usually when i went broke i'd be like all right i'm not getting money out today and then i'd go to the bank the next day and get more money out but you know it 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 slowed me down a little it was a speed bump it's a solid 10 minutes of of something to do (laughs) so also larry reached out to us and let us know that the heinz pier was out from massachusetts ave up near ocean so it's not it's north of the garden pier one of Bart Blatstein's, uh, uh, another one of his amazing ideas that has surely been a wild success. Again, I'm blaming the pandemic, not Bart's fault. I would never say anything negative about Bart Blatstein and what but he's yeah, done in Atlantic City. Larry let us know via a comment on the blog, which is a very rare way to get in touch with us. But it, it definitely worked, and we were super appreciative. And I found a picture of what appeared to be the remnants of the Heinz Pier on Google Image Search or whatever, Google Maps. So good piece of information thank you larry that makes me wonder though when you when you do the satellite search mm-hmm. on google maps there used to be a ton of piers mm-hmm. so are like all those sort of long things sticking out is all that just former piers i just assumed they were like jetties or something well no this one like when i looked at it it was clearly like mortar 
together, like rocks mortared together, like it was not a natural occurrence right. or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there are a few know. of those. Many of them were probably like actual piers that like boats could dock at or something, maybe. Uh, not in the ocean, though. I guess that doesn't make sense. And that the hurricanes then just washed away. Yeah, yeah. You, you wouldn't do that in the ocean. All right. I, th- I take it all back. <laughs> you do that at the <laughs> marina. Yes, uh, that, that would make more sense. Where Trump docked his yacht. Indeed. And is that where Glenn Straub? Yes. Wasn't, wasn't he living on a yacht for a he while? He was the one that lived on the yacht for quite a long time. So, remember when there was going to be a brewery next to Little Water? Which I believe was going to be called DeWalt, is that right? Yes, like I think that's right. the tool company, but different somehow? <laughs> yes. Well, now there's a brewery next to Little Water, and it's just got named 10best.com's best new brewery in America. Is it called DeWalt? The Seed, a living beer project. It's a lot, that name. Anytime yeah. you're, the name of your brewery has a colon in it, it's already feeling a little pretentious for me, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, the tap room's at 204 North Delaware Avenue. Little Water's address is on Baltic, but they're in the same structure. It's open Friday through Sunday. The beer looks good. You know what I, I have to say? Anytime you get named by 10best.com, it's a great honor. It's US, That's a USA Today company. So when you're when you're promoting it, you say USA Today has named us number one new brewery in the country nearly as prestigious as being named a you know do for a win award winner but not nearly as prestigious yeah no i i I think you're being too generous to usa today to say nearly uh you know i'm a prog rock listener so colons in the names of things the the fact that there's not like a part four here or whatever like it's just not doing it for me yeah it should be at least like 18 letter 18 words long literally listening to like dream theater as what you're talking right now or something coheed and cambria there was a song there was a song at one point that was like they perched on their stilts staring and daring us to break custom and that was like the most emo prog song title i've ever heard in my life anyways that has nothing to do with the seed a living seed a living beer project perched on its stilts daring us to break custom i like beer i I also like much much like supreme court justice brett kavanaugh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah um so you can go to theseedbeer.com you can actually place an order and go pick it up if you want to at the same time you're really happy with yourself about this <laughs> i didn't mean that <laughs> i just said it and then it just i remembered out. that moment yeah. of you know in a senate confirmation hearing yeah i mean who doesn't like beer that's a good point uh <laughs> So, are you gonna go get some the seed beer? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I gotta try the Atlantic City beer. What else are we gonna be doing when we're in Atlantic City in a month and a half, two months? I was checking the merch though. I can't, I, I can't say that I would wear a shirt that says the seed, a living beer project. I wear my little water distillery shirt a lot. It fits now. I lost some weight. It's good. It did not fit when I got Ooh. it. Would you say that's because of the creatine that we talked about in the last post show? Oh yeah, I'm huge now. Oh, you're like totally ripped? Yeah, no, I, I think I've gained 20 pounds. It's all muscle and just shredded tone definition. It's unbelievable. Truly. You will, I, you won't even recognize me when you see me. Yeah, I feel fairly aroused just from this conversation. Yeah, mostly like the roid rage too. Like you really won't recognize <laughs> my attitude because, you know. Your head is like six times larger than it used to be. <laughs> I look like the uh, softball team in The Simpsons in that episode yeah. of The Simpsons. Or Barry Bonds in real life. Yeah, that's true too. Mm. We have other new stuff to talk about. Yeah. Stewart's uh, Restaurant is opening a couple doors up from Bill's Hero Souvlaki in the old Dunkin' Donuts spot. I don't ever know if, like, Hero or Gyro is appropriate because I've heard it's both ways so many times. I believe Hero is actually correct, but... I'm told it's fine either way. Yeah. I don't know. I like Hero. I like that. 
Uh, that's what I always go for. But sometimes I will order it that way, and they're like, you mean a gyro? I'm like, <laughs> it's like, damn it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> anyway, so Duncan was just a walk-up window. Presumably, it's going to have a few tables. Will there, will there be waitresses on roller skates on the board? So it, it, it sounds like you are familiar with the Stewart's brand already in a way that I am not. So maybe you should expand on this a little bit. So if you go to the grocery store, there's like, you know, Stewart's root beer and yes, Stewart's the root beer. Orange, orange cream soda. That's the same company. You know, I always personally preferred, uh, what IPC? Is that the other brand? But. Oh, no, I, I like the Stewart's. Mm. Um, you can probably go to the Rocket Fizz and get all sorts of Stewart's at the ocean. But I have been to the Stewart's in Wildwood, which apparently is closed. Probably to make room for this Stewart's, because you know if you're going to open one, you have to close one. Mm. I think that's how business works. I need to correct myself. IBC. I'm sorry. Yeah, jeez. Come on. Carry on. What about birch beer? Oh, bir- birch beer is good. Let me tell you, like one of the fondest memories I have is sitting at the Pizza Hut eating my personal pan pizza that I surely got for a good report card and having like seven birch beers uh in a red cup in that in red a, like, in that, in that cup. yes that exact red plastic cup you know where i'm coming from it was probably book it that you got your uh pizza indeed from. indeed anyways stewards is opening boardwalk in kentucky avenue i'd or- always order mushroom by the way and they're always like what six-year-old kid yeah that's a mushroom pizza but that's very that's what i like man it's good the stewards has you know hot dogs burgers fries that kind of stuff it's basically a johnny rockets so People like the Johnny Rockets. Anytime Johnny Rockets comes up in either of the Facebook groups, I mean, there's definitely more than two Facebook groups about Atlantic City, but I mean, the Everything AC group or our group, people are like, I really like that Johnny Rockets. Big Indeed. fan of that Johnny Rockets at the Bally's. I know you love it. Yeah. I mean, never have I been so close to hooking up with someone than at the Johnny Rockets. That's a good point. <laughs> that's a story. I mean, you have the story from Johnny Rockets, so that's good. I'm excited about Stewart's. I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be a lot of like takeout, but I like root beer floats and I like burgers and fries. So, I like beer. <laughs> go to the seed, get a beer, drink it, go back to A&W on the way back. Oh boy, it's been a long couple weeks. I'm almost. I, I've been like really savoring my gin from Little Water, my uh, rusted uh-huh. revolver gin. My favorite gin that I've ever had. I, I, I think if we go back, I will buy. I do not have any gin in my house. I have not for like a year. And I feel like I'm missing out on something. You like really juniper forward gin, right? And this is not that. This is like a new American gin. It's like all sorts of other botanicals or whatever. It's not. If you're like really into the sucking on a pine tree, like that's not. Oh, what that all is. right. All right. I take it back. <laughs> I'm not interested anymore. But I think it's excellent. And I think it's really good in cocktails, even replacing the juniper with other stuff. I had a lot of gin and tonics. When I was a younger man. And then when I was a health conscious younger man, I'd be like, I'll have a gin and club. And then I realized that that is just the worst because club is awful. We talked about this on the show before. Yeah, we, we people need to know again. <laughs> Even just go with diet tonic if you really need to be that way. Don't don't do club. That's bad. All right. So is that something that you can order at the former blue martini space at Bally's while you wait for your mistress slash waitress from the Johnny Rockets? I I mean, she can be both, Craig. She can be both. Uh, yeah, I would assume they will bring you a gin and diet tonic if you would really like one. At the FanDuel Sportsbook, which is now in the former Blue Martini space. That yeah. was a segue, Kyle. The FanDuel Sportsbook is open in the former Blue Martini space at Bally's. It looks it's, It is fun. not in the old promotions desk anymore. No. It, it looks sad. like a sportsbook. I mean, it's fine. It's not huge. I think... If you look at sort of like ocean or valleys that are there's these like giant things, it is not going to be all that exciting, but it's it's reasonable. And as we'll get to, valleys is really doing quite well. So 
Yes, amazing. All I think all because of the FanDuel Sportsbook. Indeed. One thing I'll point out, there is a YouTube video by Captain Jack Andrews, who I think a lot of people who listen to the show probably follow on Twitter, that gives you a look at most of the Atlantic City Sportsbooks during the NCAA tournament. So he goes around and talks about sort of how they were doing it with the COVID restrictions, all the reservations you had to have, and kind of just gave you a quick peek at the Sportsbooks on video. So if you're wondering like what the different sportsbooks look like, that's a good place to go to check it out. He didn't go to Harris or Golden Nugget or Trop, I think, and all those are pretty small sportsbooks anyway. So um, I said the big sportsbook at Bally's earlier, but we we're talking about the FanDuel sportsbook at Bally's, the big Bally sportsbook that I mean. In Wild Wild West, which is the Caesars sportsbook. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Anyways. You know what else they have? Probably not anymore. Danger Arena. Oh, yes. No, I'm sure they don't have that anymore. Bringing it way back to like episode 30 or something. Nothing but net. Nothing but net was good, man. No, no, it was not good. It was good compared to Danger Arena, That's but it was point. bad. Yeah. Nothing but net would make perfect sense to be in a sports book. Along, actually right was. next to Shack Jack. Remember Shack Jack? Uh, I remember Shack Jack. It was pissing me off because I, I was talking to my brother about what stuff is open late, like if you wanted to eat food late in Atlantic City, mm-hmm. because a lot of stuff closes at 10. And you wanted something other than a toasted coconut donut, which you're already making a mistake at that point, but go ahead. Right. No, like if you want decent food, because like Borgata, like if no, you're, I don't, I don't, if, if you're don't up understand. after 11, yeah, I know this is where just, we've just left <laughs> Kyle's wheelhouse. We're like, whatever the opposite of a wheelhouse is, that's where we're at. Uncharted territory. Because we were talking about, you know, the potential of doing the the vaunted Chuck Buffet, for those who didn't listen to Vegas Stripping, like, just basically wander around and go eat, get a couple small plates or something, or appetizers, eat that, have a drink, move on to the next place. And if you weren't listening to Vegas Stripping, you were wasting your life in 2014 or whatever. (laughs) Yes, it was a long time ago. But it's not really possible in Atlantic City unless you start super early, because most of the restaurants are open like 5 to 10 or 5 to 11. And after 10 o'clock, you're kind of limited to the casino bars or the lobby bars. And I was even thinking like, oh, well, the sports book, you know, the sports book at Borgata is a restaurant, basically, that happens to also be a sports book. They close at 10. Like, that's fine in Vegas where it's on West Coast time and all the games are done. And that always throws me off every single time I go to Vegas when all the sports are done at 10 p.m. I loved it. When I lived out there, it was great. Oh, I hate it. Them finishing at 10, it was... That's actually pretty nice because we would watch sports and then go to the bars afterwards. No, I hate that. Uh, when I when I lived there, but the real nice thing is like you roll out of bed, sort of hungover at ten a.m. and football is starting, and you're like, "This is incredible." No, I don't. I don't get that. People say that all the time. I hate that sports are the the sports are over at ten. I love putting on a random hockey game that starts at ten thirty at night and ends at one in the morning. God. Like everybody yeah. else, you is just going watch to bed. like every Mariners game. Just like this is the amazing. I love watching baseball until two in the morning. Well, the f- so the first season of Vegas, I used to watch the Golden Knights like almost every game because they would play on West Coast time. They were sort of like my B team that I was interested in, and then the Caps played them in the Cup Finals, and now I hate them. Even <laughs> though we won, I'm like fuck the fuck the Golden Knights. I hate them. <laughs> so I don't know. Weird how that happens. Now I watch a lot of Canucks. They suck. Oh, it's awful. Anyways. Pot need to bring back Pavel Burry. They were my team back in NHL 93. They need whatever. to bring back those jerseys, the Burry jerseys with the skate on it. Pavel Burry. He was very he was good. the man in NHL 93. He was the man in real life, too. I don't know anything about Just that, but I can only fast. speak to his 
NHL 93. That move where you go right across the front of the net and shoot, and it's a goal every time. <laughs> that was the no only one can move. do it better than him. Yeah, that was the only move. <laughs> that worked through like NHL 98. It's like they never <laughs> fixed that. It's like in Madden 93, if you just did a spin move when someone was trying to tackle you, you would be tackled 0% of the time. So we talked about sports betting. We're still talking about sports, sort of. Uh-huh. I'm ready for your full F1 season oh. preview. Oh, yeah. This this was a great weekend for me, Greg, because let me tell you. So for the listeners who listen to F1, because, you know, if there's like two listeners left that are still listening at this point, you know, we'll now alienate them. But uh, yeah, I made Craig make a bunch of bets for me for F1. Just so you know, I bet on all of the Mercedes and Red Bulls, except for Lewis Hamilton, because that's boring. And uh, Red Bull looks much, much faster than Mercedes this season. And yet, Lewis Hamilton, because he is unfortunately a god of driving, won the first race anyway. So I am sure to be in for a world of hurt this year. <laughs> I think that's that's a pretty accurate overview of everything that happened. Yeah, to be clear, you made suggestions and I made the bets for myself. You're not allowed to bet on someone else's behalf, Kyle. <laughs> oh, is that is that illegal? <laughs> yeah. And then I, I I sent you money just as a reward for you listening to my suggestions. Yeah, yeah exactly. Totally. But unrelated. there is no contract going forward about what's going to happen if there's any winnings. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter because there aren't going to be any winnings. But... <laughs> there, there will be no winnings. <laughs> yes, I bet. And by I, of course, mean Craig, bet on Verstappen, Perez, and Botas. But alas, Lewis Hamilton will win yet again. Literally every said. race. Yes, every single race. Yeah. With just the most inferior car, just to make me sad. So the other sports betting thing that happened is that uh, Dave, our friend Dave, invited me to join a 13-run pool, which the rules will be very familiar to you if you know Ed's 33 pool. It's the same thing, but for baseball, you get one team per week. And if they score 13 runs, you take the pot. And then there's a bunch of tiebreakers if it happens more than once. Uh, they don't have to win, though. Your team can score 13 runs and lose, and you can still take the pot uh although if your team scores 13 runs and loses like that's pretty bad that's pretty bad pretty bad it's probably happened in the last few years just with like home runs going crazy but i have the cardinals for the first i get the first week is extended because it's like starts in the middle of the week opening day is what thursday uh at least for the is orioles it? it's when i think it might be tomorrow for a bunch of like teams that people care about yeah i, I think <laughs> yeah, they they play at the Red Sox on Thursday. That uh, right. Yes, the Orioles play at Fenway on Thursday. Well, was there like some random series in like Japan or whatever that's finishing now? I, I know nothing about baseball. So I know usually they have like some opening series that's like, you know, somewhere else in the world or whatever, like a week before the rest of the season. No, no, you can't. You can't do that. You, there's no traveling uh, right. during COVID, obviously. Uh, Thursday is opening day for everybody, just for okay. for clarity. That'll be interesting. I'll do a full 20 minute update every single episode about who my team is for that week. Good. Uh, that's just randomly assigned to me why I think they have a chance at 13 runs and all that stuff. So seems like it'll be fun. I like baseball more than the NFL, so that'll be good at the very least. I like beer. We've established. <laughs> I'm almost done with my beer. We need to get this podcast over. I, so I, I am also quite, quite close to the bottom. We got a question from Dave. Speaking of our friend Dave, what is the thing that you are most excited about doing next time you go to AC since it's been over a year? Uh, like... Being near people and doing things. That doesn't sound like you at all. Being <laughs> near people. Oh, come on. I, you know, you're being a hater. I think, okay, that doesn't sound like me, does it? That, that is what the pandemic has done to all of us, Greg. There's a line in Clerks, the greatest movie of all time. The reason I number, wear number 37 in hockey. <laughs> in a row? In a row, yes. <laughs> Randall's character wants to go to a funeral. Anyways, you don't need to know. But 
the main character, Dante, says, you hate people. And Randall says, but I love gatherings. And I feel like that is sort of you to a little bit. Uh, okay, a, l- a little bit. It, it is. <laughs> you know, I don't hate people. I hate when people bother me. That's It's a subtle but important difference, I think. I mean, I think my tolerance of, like, people talking to me becoming bothering is a lot lower than other people, too. Mm. The weird thing is, like, all the stuff that people get annoyed about at the casino, like, people are like, oh, what's your biggest pet peeve? This thread comes up, like, every few weeks in the mm-hmm. Everything I See casino group. Mine is just people trying to talk to me. Um, and people say, you know, people hovering behind you when you play the slots. Like, I agree, that's annoying. But, like... It is annoying. People who rub on the machine, people who bang on the machine. Yeah, like, none of that bothers me at all. No. People who talk to the machine don't care. Don't care. Do what you gotta do. If you gotta bang on those buttons, yeah. you gotta bang just on those don't, buttons. Just don't talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> And especially don't, like, people who yell at me for, like, hitting my 12 against the 2. Get out of my life, please. Uh, Andy and I were at Caesars at the Full Pay Video Poker Machines. This was probably, like, two years ago. And a guy kept yelling, come on, you filthy animal! And all I could think of was Home, Home Alone. Alone. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. What else is there at that point? I mean, just close your eyes, Craig, and imagine that we're sitting in, like, Gilchrist right now, eating some pancakes. Yeah. Doesn't that sound incredible? The weird thing is, so I'll say, the thing I miss the most is sitting at a video poker bar and playing video poker. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't. I mean, I don't think I do that yeah, ever, anyway, so. I mean, I've been playing video poker on the computer, and it's just a bad idea. Uh, <laughs> like, for real money. <laughs> just don't do it. The thing, though, when I picture myself in Atlantic City is going to, like, Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall or Rhythm and Spirits on the Orange Loop. So, like, that's the thing, not that it's something that we've done a ton of. I mean, I feel like the last couple times I've been in AC, we've gone to Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall. I think yep. it's okay. You like it much more than I do. That's true. The bartender was hot last time. I, I have to say that for it, but I think the last few times I've been, that's been the bartender. So, mm. yeah, I mean, I like checking that stuff out. I still want to go to Bure. Like, I keep forgetting that that exists. So, like, those things are very exciting. But I think, you know, if you're talking about, like, what do I miss? What do I have, like, nostalgia for? You could for? stay in the it's container be... hotel that are ever open, by the way. I know. Wasn't, wasn't that going to so. be a thing? Yeah, that was definitely going to be a thing over by Bure. Same owner, I think. I might just be talking out of my ass. It might not be the same owner. Let us, and next time, maybe maybe when we go in May, by the way, which listeners you should go, the weekend of May 22nd, don't know exactly when yet, but surely we will be there, right, Craig? I can't imagine a reason not if I have the vaccine. So, you know, you will surely stay in Irish pub as the listeners have demanded oh, for years. Uh, Let yeah. me tell you, even if you're vaccinated, you will still get the coronavirus there. I know. I was just going to say, like, that's, you know, they say, like, it doesn't really live on surfaces. Like, there, it's found if a way. The Irish pub is a special case. There's something about, like, the tilted floors that really just make it really <laughs> hospitable for the virus. Any other things most excited about doing? I can't. I mean, just being in Atlantic City and being, like, I'm yeah, ab- absolutely. City, like, being, being out of the house, going and doing something. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is a lot of it. I mean, the other thing that I keep picturing is, like, being in ocean. That's ocean sucks, man. That's foolish. After we went to ocean last time, after the podcast was like, I have such ocean fatigue, like I'm just done with ocean. But now it's a year later, and part of it's that like that was the place I stayed the last two or three times, so that's just mm. like the most fresh memory. So I'm like, oh, Atlantic City, like that's you know what, what I picture. You know, it sounds strangely good to me being in Harris, and like Harris isn't even good, but just like yeah, Harris would be nice right now. <laughs> this is, I just have so much nostalgia for all the casinos because it's been so. Long I, I know, I know. It's they all sound good. Bally's, I don't really need to. Oh, come on. New Bally's? New Bally's would be great. You'd be the only person there, probably. It'd be amazing. I need to get them up to like $10 this upcoming month. Yeah. Should we talk about that? Yeah. So there were numbers, right? Yeah, they were bad. They were bad numbers. They weren't the best. $148 million month, which is quite quite terrible. I can't remember the last time there was a month like that. 
Well, other than like, you know, March 22 of last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so it's down 32% from year over year. Right before COVID. However, I will guarantee that the next four months will be up year over year. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, it would be really bad if March, March 2020. Next which... five months. If March through March through July, we'll all be up. Uh, anything stand out to you in these numbers that you didn't even look at before the show? What? You know, you can't give away all the secrets to the people. No, they're they're bad. Hard Rock, only down 2%. Yeah, I mean, that's great. Ocean, only down 9%. Obviously, they have been the story of the last couple of years. Yeah. And they continue to be the story. Uh, so where does, where does that put them in the grand scheme of things? You know, Borgata, like $36 million a month for Borgata, looks, that looks really bad. Yeah, so they, I mean, they're still number one with thir- almost thirty-seven million. Hard Rock was number two with twenty-three point five, and then Ocean was number three with Ocean. How about how about that Ocean? I mean, this is kind of like what we've been training towards. But is this the first real month? No, I guess January was the same. Yeah, I think they've been third for a few months now. They they just recovered faster after the pandemic than everybody else. The thing that was really sort of jarring to me is like the down thirty-two percent. Like January was coming out of the 10 p.m. drink service closure and food service. Yes, just just for the record, Ocean has been in third place since since the casinos reopened. So oh, nice. So yeah, January this it was only down 16.7 percent year over year, and then to now be down almost twice that. Like that's pretty awful. I should clarify, February 2020 was a five Saturday month. So you know that probably makes. A huge, up a huge That's portion. Of the difference. Pretty rare for the month of February, you have to say. <laughs> yeah, uh, was what every every twenty eight years or something like that. Based uh, on my yeah, back of one the one, one in seven and one four. Yeah, but a little bit less, probably like twenty eight point two years or something. Because not every four years is a leap year, but close enough, close enough. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, the numbers were bad. We talked about Hard Rock only being down two percent, Ocean down. Eight something Borgata down 36%, even though they came in first. Everyone else, high 30s, low 40s. So everybody else is sort of in that cluster. Uh, we had hinted at Bally's. What do you have to say about our poor friends at Bally's? Sub $7 million, man. It's not good. It's like, you know, 2012, 2013 all over again. Yeah, I mean, it's not as bad as their November, which was just after the COVID reopening. <laughs> but it's really bad. I mean... Golden Nugget also having like a eight and a half million dollar month is very bad. Resource nine million. Yeah, it's, it was a rough month. I'm hoping that March will look significantly better, but I don't really know what would change it because I don't think like the tournament is really going to drive a bunch of people there with with all the restrictions. I mean, I guess just general weather being decent. Like it's been pretty nice. It, it's been pretty nice out. More and more people are getting vaccinated. Yeah, you know something comfort level. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. But the, the, these numbers were really not great. I don't have that much else to say other than just it was disappointing. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. Not good numbers. We'll see. We'll see what happens coming this summer. I, th- I think it's going to turn around. Despite the numbers looking like they're getting a bit worse in the United States, I, I still stand by my statement that I think by and large things are going to be better in a couple of months than they are now. But it's becoming a bit more of a questionable, a dicey guess by me. Yeah, I'm optimistic about the summer still. But I, I think, yeah, I think it'll be pretty good before some weird variant comes out and we all just have to shut down again for another year or whatever. But uh, we've got a little bit of time before that. Yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> Anything else that we have to uh, talk about? No, I think let's get on to Boardwalk Empire Season 3, Episode 2. No, we have some important business to care of before that. 
If you would like to reach out to us or any of our listeners, you can do so through our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our great content at do for win.com and buy a shirt there. Uh, reach out to Craig on Twitter at do for a win or me at Kyle Askin and send Craig some questions to do for a win at gmail.com. Any last words, Craig, before we get to the boardwalk empire? We are already over the over. Hey, no, it's 10 11. I'm sorry, Kyle. That's eh, good. It's good. Uh, my, my big comment was just the best moment of the episode was like the very beginning when Eli gets into the car with Doyle and is like, how are you still alive, Doyle? Yes, I had that note. Let me ask you something, Mickey. How the fuck are you still alive? It was like... It's such a good question. Because we've asked it to each other the entire run I of mean, the show. I mean, we predicted in, in season one that of all the people, Mickey surely is the most likely to die. Now I feel like he's going to like make it out of you know the whole series or like just die in like the second to last episode or something. Yeah, so that was great. What else happened? I mean, did did that much really even happen in this episode? <laughs> it, the, there didn't seem like there was a whole lot of of stuff happening. I mean, my, my big takeaways are, you know, obviously Nucky and Margaret not not going so well. We get to see more of Nucky's uh, relationship with I don't know what her name is, but singer, indeed, or vaudeville singer. So yeah, Eli's out of jail, like we said. Um, we got to see more of Jip Rossetti in the. I, I looked it up after the episode, by the way, because I'm like, I wonder where. Uh, I don't even remember what the town is called now, but uh, Faber Heights. Tabor Heights, yeah, it doesn't exist. Yeah, Ta- Tabor Heights. I was like, where? Where is this town? I'm curious to learn more about it, and it is apparently fictional. Yeah, unfortunately, very disappointed to find out. But we got to see our good friend Jip Rossetti more or less take over the town, force Nucky's crew to take the liquor back to Atlantic City that they were trying to deliver to New York City. Rothstein's not going to be happy about that. I know. The the Irish guy trying to call Nucky, but, you know, just he wouldn't he wouldn't pick up when he was with his lady friend or wouldn't allow the lady friend to pick up. Yeah, he's trying to call him to figure out what to do. There was lots of Chalky family stuff. That was interesting. Yeah, yeah. Got to see uh, Chalky trying to demand his daughter marry, you know. Her. The doctor guy. Going to be a doctor. Yeah, the doctor. But alas, doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Randomly, we got Milton from Office Space. I, I didn't even know that was Milton. Yeah. But, uh... No red stapler, but Nucky is bribing him for protection from U.S. prosecutors. So, that I mean, that was pretty much the whole episode. I don't think there was anything else that really happened. But by the way, when he was talking to him, got to see MVP of the show. Uh, what's his name? Go in there and drop some money in the fishbowl. The guy who only speaks in third person. Oh, yeah. I, the funny thing is he only <laughs> speaks in third person and I can't even remember his name. <laughs> like, he literally says his name every five seconds. I can't even he remember He does. It. He does. Uh, yeah, that guy. This is the content that our, our listeners want. Got to see Eli, Eli sad that he's been in jail the last two years, has missed his children being raised, and the oldest son seems not to really want a whole lot to do with him. I have to say, my biggest takeaway, my concern after the first episode was that we were just going to have Rossetti just, like, killing everybody at random. So I appreciate that he didn't just kill everyone. Like, I was worried at the gas station thing that he was just going to, like, yeah, shoot everyone up. Yeah. It didn't happen. Got some spaghetti and meatballs. He did, and coffee. And coffee. Quite the combo. The other thing is I felt super dumb before I started watching the episode when I when it clicked in my head that the reason that Harrow killed Manny in the first episode was revenge for Manny killing Jimmy's wife. That just didn't I was like, well who's he who's Harrow killing this guy for? Like Jimmy's gone. Oh Har- Harrow's only a hired gun, Harrow can't have his own emotions. Do you do you think that's true? I mean it could also be for killing Jimmy, right? I think I well yeah, but I think he cares more. He was more pissed about Jimmy's mom because of all the stuff that happened with did Tommy. It, during didn't the episode. see Jimmy's mom or Harrow this episode. No, or just... or poor Tommy, poor poor Tommy. Yeah. So that's all I got. You got anything else? 
not really. I don't think that much really happened this episode, so. No, it's been a slow start to the season, I think. It wasn't, you know, the most entertaining episode, I think, to watch, so hopefully it, it picks up a little bit. I still think Rossetti's going to start, like, killing a bunch of people, and I'm just not here for that. <laughs> but prove me wrong, Boardwalk Empire. Prove me wrong. What was Nucky doing, like, messing with the razor in the bathroom, by the way? I don't know. I couldn't figure that out. I have no out. idea. Like, he was like, yeah, looking at the razor and then, like, put it back together? I have no idea. Maybe it was a man's razor and that's why he was, like, pissed about it? I guess. That's, uh, I just, I didn't understand. Didn't what, understand. a woman can't shave her legs, Nucky? With a, <laughs> with a straight double-edged razor? razor. <laughs> yeah, no, d- double-edged razor. That's what I use. Double-edged safety razor. That's what you use to shave your legs? Yes, indeed. I mean, not for a while, but surely before we get back to Atlantic City, I'll have to start again. <laughs> Can't have those gams looking all bad. I hear with you newly looking good, I will have to up my game as well. I'm just ridiculously jacked right now, <laughs> gotta say. All right, well, thank you guys very much for listening, as always, and we will talk to you in two or three weeks. It's been three weeks for a couple episodes in a row, but we'll try. It's, it's always a mystery. We always try in two, but sometimes it just doesn't happen. Yeah, that's fine. Fine for yeah, us. Talk to you guys later. Book your trips to Atlantic City the weekend of May 22nd. So I listened to the last podcast like a couple days ago or whatever because I haven't gotten out of the house, so I'm not listening to any podcast right now because I'm sitting in the house all day. But uh, I thought it was abnormally good, actually. Really? Yeah. I remember finishing the editing and thinking like that was actually pretty decent, but I don't remember thinking it was like abnormally good. I, I thought it was really good, and I don't I don't know like what it was about it. Usually I listen to the podcast like pretty quickly after it comes out, so maybe that like makes me a bit more jaded on it. What can I say? We are fantastic at this. The best podcasters.